is so wizarding. Hey everybody, I'm Ashley. And I'm Maggie. And we're from Rock Candy Podcast. And you're listening to the Top Shelf Nerds from the So Wizard Podcast. Woo! Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You are thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 219 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hello. And the expert, Mr. Marquis. Marcellus Reagans. Oh, yeah. What's going on, everybody? You are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're going to discuss some nerdy news. And then we're going to jump feet first into the premiere episode from the DC Universe app of Titans. (laughs) I'm sorry. Titans. 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 That's a different show on a different streaming app. Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get into all of that, how's everyone doing this week? Markellis, tell us, Markellis, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I had a crazy uh, week trying to get last week's episode out. Uh, So I'm very glad to uh, relax for like a few hours before this episode comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm still working on my project. I'm still plugging away, and I'm trying to get it done in time for BingCon in a couple of weeks. Tell us, where is BingCon? Uh, Bing Comic Con is actually going to be in Springfield, Massachusetts. It's going to be October 27th on a Saturday, uh, right before Halloween. So if you live in an area and you want to get your kids into their Halloween costumes uh, a couple of days early, you can bring them down to Bing Comic Con, which is going to be at Asbury Hall, Trinity Church at 361 Sumner Avenue in Springfield, Mass. It's going to be from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, the admission is only five bucks, which is pretty good for a con. And you get to see a bunch of local artists and local podcasters. Wink, wink. Uh, they're selling their wares and uh, um, entertaining the crowd. A few podcasters that we are down with will be there. Final Comics. Um, a few from Not Another Nerdy Podcast. And Angry us. Geeks will be there, too. Oh, and Angry Geeks. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and some of our, our friends that uh, we've had on the show before will be there, too. Uh, Aaron Wood, Keith Gleason, uh, a few other people, too. So, yeah, if you're in the Springfield area, uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, uh, Bing Comic Con is October 27th, uh, Saturday, between 11 a.m., 5 p.m. And uh, with any luck, you'll see your boy Markellis there with his new book, <laughs> hopefully. So... Between editing this episode and the new book, are you going to get finished all these projects? Well, I haven't failed yet, so I'm going to say yes. Well, Mark, I want you to remember what Miley Cyrus said. I got some bad news for you. No, it's <laughs> it, you know, it's not about what's waiting on the other side, Mark. It's the climb. <laughs> Mine is more like a, the downhill tumble, head over feet, uh, <laughs> <laughs> until I get to the end. Enough about you, Aubrey. <laughs> How are you? I'm all right. <laughs> you sound like someone every every time we talk to you, 
you sound like someone that works in retail. I am. It's a very sad life that I lead. (laughs) As we get closer to the holiday, are you just going to only speak in loud sighs? Probably. Honestly, I already feel myself getting to that point. Um, So I do not see it going any differently anytime soon. Anything exciting going on or no? You know, maybe after I get fired from my job, I'll be able to tell all my stories. (laughs) (laughs) My ideals do not reflect the ideals of GameStop Corporation, (laughs) Uh, etc., etc. All opinions are your own. Yeah, I do not speak for the company when I say that I hate everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. Aww. Yeah, and it's so we lost um, senior VP uh, Jason Cochran. The company as a whole, it, it's out in the public that they're looking for, you know, people are looking to purchase the company. It's not that GameStop is going bankrupt. It's just that they have some buyers and they're offering things that they have to take into consideration. They're also looking into becoming a privately owned industry and a whole bunch of different things. And so there's a lot of changes within the company, but they're not the changes that the company needs to have at the moment. Gotcha. I'll leave it at that. Well, Aubrey, all you can do is your best while you're there. You know, I try. I do. And mm-hmm. uh, there's still people that don't feel as though I have done my best. As a side note, I also was told that um, I was partially getting written up because uh, there was a person who called my district manager and was upset that I was not as helpful as they felt I should be. Wait till, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, just wait to see how helpful you can be as your attitude gets worse and worse. <laughs> it does. I had somebody call screaming at me on the phone because I was, I was trying to help her. She got double charged for something because our system went down after she swiped her card and normally it doesn't charge it. It just does an authorization and a fall off. Um, and she was saying she got double charged. And I was trying to explain to her, you will have to call our customer service line because at the end of the day, our systems pull and there's nothing I can do. I can't post void it after that. So you have to call back office and they have to do it from there. I was trying to explain that to her. And I was also trying to tell her that they're going to ask you to call your bank first and argue with your bank about it. But she did not want to listen to that. So instead, she decided to cut me off and go, listen, listen, listen. You're not listening to me. You need to listen to me. And kept. And finally, I snapped. I was like, ma'am, stop cutting me off. I'm trying to explain to you the way that things work. And she's like, you're rude. I was like, nope, you're rude. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to explain to you the way that things work. You continue to cut me off. You continue to be rude. I'm trying to help you. And you insist on telling me to listen to you. I am a human being and you are going to speak to me as one. She did not like that. But well, it's true. She has to follow the rules. If if something like that goes down, you know, you're doing your best customer service uh, you know, attitude towards her to try to you're there to help her out. You're not there to make her life any fucking more miserable than it already is. 
Yeah, and, and, and you know, that. it wasn't like I was right off the bat, like, we're not going to refund this for you. And I kept telling her, I was like, it's not a problem. We'll fix it. I said, this is just what you had to do. And she's like, it's your fuck up. You you fix it. And I was like, I'm trying to explain to you <laughs> how we fix it. However, you have decided that you're going to be nasty and speak to me as if I'm a peon. And that's just not going to happen anymore. So, yeah, some customers suck. Yeah. I give you uh, some some advice, Aubrey. Get out of retail. <laughs> yeah, it it's slowly killing me. I could see a, an intense difference in my personality from when I'm working in retail and when I'm not. I'm just absolutely miserable. Not not doing front facing customer service for my full time job is like the best thing in the world. Yeah, and it's so bad that when. <laughs> Go to my second job where I work like three hours a week. Those are like three excruciating <laughs> hours just like interacting with people. <laughs> it's physically painful at times. Yeah, it's I, – I don't know how I'm still standing because I'm – you know, when she – when my um, district manager told me that she's writing me up and everything, I was just like, cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatevs. Yeah, and it, like my attitude's only going to get worse. You think it's bad now? It's only going to get worse because people. I can't stop myself because they're they're just so nasty. All right. So anyone out there, if you go to any kind of uh, retail store, whether it be a clothing store or a video game store, be nice to the employees. Don't be assholes. Yeah, you know, we don't make the prices. I've had, People give me so much flack on the prices and everything, and I'm just like, I don't make them. I don't know what you want me to do. They used to drive me insane. Yeah, and and then they're like, you could do better than that. I'm like, I'm not a pawn shop. <laughs> no, I can't do better than that. I will lose my job if I give you a discount, my friend. You going to pay my bills? No, you're not. So... No, I can't do better than that. It's like, no, I, I really can't. <laughs> yeah. They they honestly think like I'm just chipping them for no reason. Uh, I have no control over that. I promise I remember you. telling some lady one time, she's like flipping out how like it was my fault about something. And I was like, yes, ma'am. When I woke up this morning, the first thing I thought was I couldn't wait to get to work to rip people off. <laughs> <laughs> She got so mad. <laughs> well, Joey, Joey I, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, me. All right, let's enough about Aubrey. Let's talk about me. I haven't done anything. <laughs> I've been working and sleeping, and it's been a rough week at work because somebody's on vacation. Actually, two, two out of my five people on my team are on vacations or short staffed. So it's just been exhausting and. I'm broke from New York Comic Con, so I haven't done shit. Yeah. <laughs> and Rhode Island is coming fast and furious. I might I might be sleeping in the car. <laughs> 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 so we'll see. But uh yeah, I I have nothing interesting to talk about. I didn't do shit all week except sleep and work. So but I am going to a terrible concert coming up. Oh yeah, what concert? Uh something called Brock Hampton. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 I've never heard of Brockhampton. No one has, and <laughs> I don't know what it is. But Janine wants to go see it. My daughter Janine wants to go see it, and I didn't want to go at all. So I was like, 
it's like some kind of YouTube rapper thing. I don't know. And I was like, you know what? I was like, we just went to see Weezer and the Pixies. I can't freaking afford to go to another concert. It's expensive and I can't do it. Sorry. So I was like, da, da, da. I was all out. I was, didn't have to go. And then she went in her room and walked out with $300 cash and was like, will oh, this cover the tickets? Shit. Good like, <laughs> uh, Lord. Fuck. All right. <laughs> you got she works all summer with my mother-in-law and, and makes money. And then usually we have something like whether we go to Boston Comic Con together or last summer she took all the money and bought her own phone. You know, that she spends it on this year. She didn't have a thing that came up that was big that she spent all the money on. So she still has stacks on stacks. Mm-hmm. Came back and bite me. I told her she's paying for parking. So <laughs> You got to respect the hustle and the business move on her part. Good for I'm her. I'm going to sit there with my arms folded and a puss on the whole time. <laughs> uh, just like all the other dads at that show. I guarantee that's it. Right. That's right. So that's coming up. Um probably won't get to talk about it next week, but you'll hear about it in two weeks. You'll oh. hear my complaint. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure we'll hear all about it. <laughs> It'll probably end up being amazing. So we'll see. That's usually the, the best concerts are the ones you don't want to go to. So, all right, Mark, tell the listeners where they can find more. So wizard podcast. All right. So everybody can go to. So wizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week along with movie reviews from yours truly netflix and amazon streaming picks from our buddy the awesome adam wallyhawk you'll also find our merchandise there so you can purchase some of our t-shirts and look good while you're representing the show Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website click on that big a do your shopping and receive your products and uh, you'll also be helping out our little show Uh, you can also find our social media links there we have facebook twitter and instagram You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, You can also find us on a Stitcher radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, and you can also stream our shows through Spotify. Uh, You can also support our show through our Patreon account, patreon.com backslash Podcast. We have a few different tiers there. You can contribute to the show and help us out. And uh, this week's K-pop jam is the new Super Junior song called one more time back to you joey oh no come on (laughs) that's how i feel almost every day this week Excellent. That's Aubrey every day at work. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yep. As soon as you hear the door open, Aubrey, you're like that. <laughs> I do. You know, I oh actually boy. every time I hear I hear the alarm go off from somebody opening the door, that ding dong, my insides immediately just die. Oh boy. You ever get to that point in your job where you hear somebody walk in and you just immediately die inside because that's yes. where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark Ellis, we need to cheer Aubrey up, so let's do it by talking about nerdy news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in nerdy news, uh, let's let's kick off with uh, one of the bigger stories. 
we actually we had so many stories from last week that I, we didn't get a chance to cover them all. Uh, so this week we're gonna do some rapid fire for the uh, the smaller stories from last week. But let's get over. Let's start with the uh, with the big one from this week. James Gunn, who you guys remember recently was fired off of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, uh, fired from Disney, is in talks or is close to signing. It hasn't been official yet to writing. Suicide Squad 2 and possibly directing. Uh, this would be a huge coup for Warner Brothers DC to get someone of that talent to write a uh, ensemble story and someone who comes from like a um, kind of a horror background like James Gunn. He can really do some kind of uh, really cool R-rated damage to that story. So I think it's a good thing. I hope it works out. I, I'm psyched that he's going to be writing it. I'm really going to be psyched if he directs it. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on James Gunn doing Suicide Squad 2? Let's start with Joey. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, where are they going to take this? That's, that's what I want to know. I don't care who the director is. I'm more concerned about the tone of the project because the first one was awful and it wasn't hashtag not my Suicide Squad. So they're just bringing James Gunn in to make a wacky um, Suicide Squad 2 with like some of these Walkmen playing music and dance offs. Like, I don't want that from this. So I'm good. I mean, I like him as a director and I liked a lot of the stuff he's worked on. I just I don't know. I I just hope that if they're bringing him in, they're going to let him just go nuts and do whatever he wants and not be like, okay, now write Guardians of the Galaxy 2.5, but in the DC universe. So. Now, that's what I was going to say. Um, fade in Suicide Squad goes into space. Right, 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 right. Like, I don't I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Though there was a rumor online that they're going to only bring back Will Smith and uh, Margot Robbie right. and have all new villains and people to team up with, which is cool. But we'll see. All right. Aubrey, what about you? What do you think of James Gunn, the guy behind the Guardians of the Galaxy movies doing the Suicide Squad movie? I think the movie's going to suck anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> no matter who was in it, you think the movie's going to suck? Yes. Okay. It's just because she hates yeah. Margot Robbie. I don't like Margot Robbie, and I feel like Will Smith in this role is just like an ego kind of thing. He doesn't. He's not actually a good actor in, in these movies. He just is Will Smith being Will Smith in every other Will Smith movie. And... I just think the first one was so poorly executed, and I I absolutely hate uh, Jared Leto as the Joker. Absolutely hate him. So, wow. Yeah. You guys are harsh. The Suicide Squad movie was not that bad. It wasn't. It was bad. It was not good, but it wasn't that bad. It had some redeeming qualities to it. Oh, uh, he should bring back Enchantress and try to redeem that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see any redeeming qualities. Um, the girl that played Enchantress is hot. It's trash. That's a redeeming quality. Margot Robbie in short shorts. Mm-hmm. James Gunn is uh, an amazing storyteller. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was my favorite movie of last year. So if he wants to do Suicide Squad, I say go for it. Uh, give him carte blanche. Let him do whatever he wants to. Warner Brothers should be very grateful that he's working on it. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm going to want to sound so negative on it. If they're like, Here's some money. Do whatever the hell you want. Yep. (laughs) Awesome. If they're going to try to force him to make a Guardians of the Galaxy movie out of these random characters, it's going to be really bad. Yeah, I think he's done with uh, 
don't know. I, I could be wrong. I think he might be done with the whole Guardians of the Galaxy vibe. You know, I think that those are, that recipe was specifically for that Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is going to be something totally different. This is probably going to be more like, I don't want to say Slither, but maybe more like um, the Belco experiment or something. Something like that. I just want to know who Batista is going to play because you know he's going to be in this movie. Uh, who's Michael Rooker going to play? Yeah, exactly. Who's Nathan Fillion yeah. going to play? Come on, man. Michael Rooker would be a good Count Vertigo, but I don't know if they're going to have old school Suicide Squad characters. Uh, why not? Why not? They should. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. All right. So in other director news, uh, this is awesome for, well, this is kind of like a no brainer. We all knew this was going to happen, but now it's official. Ryan Coogler is officially back for Black Panther 2. Uh, I couldn't be more happier. I'm so glad that this is actually working out because Marvel sequels have not necessarily been the best when they, when they use the same director, Iron Man 2, Age of Ultron, uh, but you know, except for Guardians of the Galaxy, which is actually as good, if not better, than the first one. So I'm glad that Coogler is back for Black Panther 2. What are you guys' thoughts on that, Aubrey? That's cool. <laughs> Who's Ryan Coogler? <laughs> yeah, that's cute. All right, Joy, what about you? Why is this news? Because it's official. No, but like, you know what I mean? Like Kevin Feige, like six months ago, was like, we're going to make Black Panther 2 and it'll get made when Ryan Coogler's ready and available to make it. Mm -hmm. And now we know he's available to make it. Hen Henry um, Cavill was ready to make Superman. And where the fuck is that? Yeah, but that's a little different. Henry Cavill saying, I want to be Superman again is a lot different than the guy who actually signs the checks being like, we're totally going to have this guy back. <laughs> you know, like it, it reminds me of like me and you would be at a con and like Kevin Feige would say that in a panel and we'd be like, oh, OK, cool. And not say anything. And now, like six weeks later, it's huge <laughs> news. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that was the main reason why I wanted to bring it up is because we did drop that exclusive, um, somewhat exclusive from Christopher Priest about who the villain of Black Panther 2 would possibly be or who one of the villains could be. Uh, Christopher Priest did say that Queen Divine Justice could be making an appearance in Black Panther 2, something that we discussed on uh, episode 211 of the podcast uh so yeah so i'm 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 excited that uh that so far the train is moving along i'm getting the i'm getting the black panther 2 hype train started right now <laughs> i'm excited uh we'll see if it uh lives up to the hype though all right so then uh let's let's talk a little of oh actually the other big somewhat big story for this week we got our first look at guy Ritchie's upcoming aladdin movie uh, they released a teaser online, and uh, we got our look at some of the some of the visuals that they were going to be presenting and making this a live action movie. Uh, what did you guys think of the Aladdin teaser? Let's start with Aubrey. I thought it looked awesome. I'm really excited. Um, I'm re I'm actually really excited to see Will Smith in that one. Mm -hmm. I like Will Smith generally. It's just in Suicide Squad, he was horrible. <laughs> So you don't think it, you don't think it's an ego thing where he's just there to collect a paycheck? No, you know he he did really good and bright and everything. Just for some reason, Suicide Squad just seemed like it was an ego thing. Mm -hmm. I completely disagree with you. I thought he was amazing <laughs> on Suicide Squad, and they, I thought he was there for the paycheck and bright. But yeah, I was surprised that they didn't show Will Smith as the genie, um, like the first look of him. But mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. you, you like the teaser. Yeah, yeah, I think it was good. It was short and sweet, but I think it made a, an impact. Yeah, all right. What about you, Joy? What would you think of it? 
is whack. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I, I I personally hate Aladdin. Oh, that's nice. Be, because uh, my ex-girlfriend, that was her favorite movie. So Oh, all right. All right, fair so, enough. Yo, fuck that movie. Oh, it's perfect. Um, so, in terms of... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, we're definitely going to go see it then for the show. I'm just letting you know well, that right now. That's <laughs> fine. It's fine. It's just the uh, the teaser... Like I, I think I've seen it once yeah. in my life. So like when I watched the teaser, like it did nothing for me because like they didn't show shit. But then I watched a video where they like broke it down like frame by frame, showing how that was like iconic things from the movie. If you had watched the movie like four hundred times, right? So then I'm like, okay, well I can understand why like Aubrey, for example, is like super pumped. But like for me, your average Joe six pack. Um, I, it was just like what, and then it was over. Right, yeah. That that trailer or that teaser was not made for you or average Joe six pack. Uh, it was definitely made for people who grew up watching a cartoon and Disney fans, and it it gave a really good example of where they were going. I mean, it's it's pretty much the cartoon live action is just like Beauty and the Beast, but I don't know. I think it looks cool. Guy Ritchie might actually have another good movie on his hands, maybe. Can't be worse than King Arthur. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So then we got our first look at John Favreau's new Star Wars TV show, The Mandalorian. Uh, you know, this came out last week. It's a little bit old, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it uh, last week. Uh, he's going to be executive producing and writing the show, and they threw out a few names that are going to be uh, directing some of the episodes. This is going to be for the Disney streaming app. Uh, out of those directors, we have. Dave Filani, who uh, everyone knows is Shep Hurd of the uh, the Clone Wars TV show and the Rebels TV show. He's you know he's a Star Wars guy, like right underneath George Lucas. He knows probably a lot more about Star Wars than most filmmakers. Uh, Rick, F- <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna butcher his name. Famuyima, Rick Famuyima, who uh, you guys remember did was gonna do the Flash. Right, he was supposed to do The Flash yep. a million years ago. Yep, and then left for creative differences. Uh, also did Dope, which is a good movie. So he's going to be directing uh, Taika Watiti, who you may know from Thor Ragnarok, amongst other things, is going to be directing. Uh, Deborah Chow, uh, she's a, a, a actually a female director who, who did a lot of uh, Jessica Jones, some Iron Fist. Uh, she you know kind of made her move on the uh, on the TV side, so. It's good to see some female directors in there. And uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who's going to show her dad what Star Wars is supposed to look like. In high heels. <laughs> in a, <laughs> just give me Django Fed in high heels and I'm, I'm, all, I'm all over it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm psyched. I, I think this is going to be good. I'm, I'm almost ready to plunk down my money for the Disney streaming app. Uh, what do you guys and think? And there's a picture, too. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, what did you think of uh, the image? Uh, what did you think of the image, Joey? Um, it looks cool. It looks like um, Mandalorian. <laughs> Yeah. Walking. So, okay. <laughs> well, it gives you an idea of what, like, the budget of this is going to look like. It wasn't like a cosplayer standing in the middle of a desert. Kind of gives you an idea right. of what the... No, they're not sparing any expense on right. this. So, I'm, I'm excited. I want to see what it, what, they're, what they've got up their sleeve. I want to see more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have absolutely no fear that this is going to be freaking awesome. Because these first shows on this streaming platform and this is a uh concept we're going to revisit in a little bit when we talk about titans but the first shows really need to knock it out of the park like i just spent however much for a month or a year or six month commitment to this service and the first thing i watch should like blow me away right 
So I, I can't see Disney screwing that up. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of this image from The Mandalorian? I think it looks fantastic. Um, John Favreau has never disappointed me in anything he's put out. So I am super excited. Yeah, we've had this conversation before. Did you see Cowboys and Aliens? Nope. There you go. But I bet it's awesome. (laughs) Don't watch it. Don't watch it. (laughs) I'm going to watch it. I'm going to think it's awesome. Aubrey has a list on my phone of movies, like three pages long, and she's going to watch Cowboys and Aliens of her own accord. (laughs) What is fucking real life right now? (laughs) All right, Ari. Well, if you do, for some reason, find find yourself in a position where you're watching a movie, definitely let me know what you think. I will. I I love Jon Favreau, but that movie, yikes. We'll come back next week, and I'll say, I watched it. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, yeah, I'm psyched for the show. And then uh, there were some other announcements that happened last week that I just wanted to get you guys quick takes on. Um, Aubrey, this one was for you. Uh, They are making a Mega Man movie based on a hit video game from, I don't know, I'm pretty sure it came out when I was a lot younger. I might have played it once or twice on something, but I I honestly don't know what the character is other than that really cool design of him with the the big arm cannon. And it's from the, the guys who did catfish (laughs) the movie catfish but they also did paranormal activity 3 which i think is actually a really good movie uh so aubrey did you ever play mega man and are you excited for a mega man movie i played mega man like a long long time ago um i haven't played any of the newer mega mans and then they just released uh mega man 11 like last week um and i i haven't played that either but I don't understand why you would choose a Mega Man movie. Of all the things, you're like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna make a Mega Man movie. Why? I don't know. So many other movies out there that we could make, but no, nope, we're going to choose Mega Man. Well, we are getting a Pokemon movie and a Super Mario Brothers movie, so I think this kind of makes sense in a way. I mean, they haven't announced a Qbert movie yet, but, you know, fingers crossed. I don't know. Hey, Joe. I don't know. What about you, Joy? Did you watch? I mean, did you did you ever play Mega Man? Of course, I played Mega Man uh, one, two, three, four. I think I got up to six. It got up to six on the original Nintendo. So I, I think I played all of those. Wow. I played it on the PlayStation. So yeah, I I really like Mega Man. Mega Man Two is a fucking classic. <laughs> all right. So me not knowing anything about this character, do you think this uh, lends itself to a big budget movie? Oh, yeah, of course it does. I don't really have much faith in the directors announced, Aww. but I think that the idea is for them to make it fun and make it cheap. Yeah, I think because of the directors and how cheap this movie is going to be, Joey's going to think it is like the best fucking movie that's ever been made. If it's like excruciatingly bad, uh, you could be right. Yeah. yeah. No, there's no way Joey's going to give it up to the guys behind Catfish. That's that's not no, going to happen. No, the, the original, uh, first of all, Mark, for your information, the these are the guys that made the original documentary that got turned into the show. Right, that's what I meant. Yeah, they're not they're not the guys that work on the TV show. I mean, the same guys in the TV show were in the documentary, but the guys that directed the documentary are not really involved with the TV show. Right. So it's yep. not Neve and the other douchey <laughs> bag guy there. Um, it's not Neve's chest hair. <laughs> but, uh, and, and my wife and I watch catfish all the time. So 
just you know it's one of the only shows we can agree on to watch together mm, but these guys had nothing to, nothing to really do with the show no not with the show no. you know just with the movie right so anyway they did make paranormal activity three which is really and four. Oh, that's right and four. that's right yeah. yeah i like those guys i think they're good all right so uh so then all right so now some just really quick hits from uh Headlines that came out last week at New York Comic Con. Uh, they're making a Wheel of Time TV series for Amazon. I'm not sure if they announced that already, but I know this was something I think, Joe, you had mentioned it before. <laughs> yeah, they've been trying to make this forever. <laughs> all right, so now it's official. It's coming to Amazon. What are your thoughts on that, Joey? Uh, if you First of all, if you ever want a really good laugh, somebody that had the rights to make a TV show on it had it, this was like a Roger Corman Fantastic Four, like. <laughs> situation they had to release something or they'd lose the rights so they released like this terrible like one hour pilot that was like played at like three in the morning (laughs) like an infomercial like they paid to like air it on channels like an infomercial and it's on youtube and it's fucking awful (laughs) uh wheel of time uh you know i I say this every time it comes up it's gonna be the best 15 seasons (laughs) it's gonna be the best three seasons of a TV show stretched into 15 seasons <laughs> you'll ever watch. Oh, God. I don't know if I'm looking forward to that or not. That's how the books are. The first three books are phenomenal. And then it just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> and it ends up being, I think, at this, I think there's 15 volumes. And they're all like over a thousand pages. <laughs> it's Jesus. Just, it's a lot. It's a slog. Mm. But. Some really great if you're really nerdy and into D&D and stuff, it's first of all, after the first three books, there's some really cool world building and stuff. But like it's I can't this is just to me, it's just a step too far. It is too nerdy. This is not going to work. I want it to, but it's not going to work. All right. Now, Arbor, you read some books before. Have you ever read this story? You've read some books. (laughs) Well, I mean, some, uh, you know, old school like fantasy type books. I have not read these books, um, so I have no no idea. You read uh, Lord of the Rings? I read Lord of the Rings, yeah. Oh, you can handle this. Then. Yeah, probably. I'll just wait at for... least read the first three because those are good. I'll just wait for the TV show. First, in in these books, like whenever uh, certain female characters are like angry, they like smooth their dresses in anger <laughs> <laughs> or tug on their braids. And it's a, he just, the author just uses that over and over and over and over again over the course of like nine books. So I'm really interested to see if <laughs> skirt smoothing and braid tugging will be incorporated in this show. Of course it will. I hope. Of course it will. All right. So, and then in other fantasy news that's being announced for a TV show, Netflix has, has actually acquired all of the rights to Chronicles of Narnia. This is the first time that one company has held the rights to all uh, seven of the books, all their properties. So they're going to be making a Chronicles of Narnia TV show. I was a fan of the first two movies, the third one um, and a fourth one. I think there was a fourth one. Uh, I was not a fan of it all, but I did like the first two movies. So are you guys excited for a Chronicles of Narnia spread out through Netflix? Aubrey. Um, I think Netflix, Netflix can be either hit or miss. But I think that they may do this justice because it is a big name title. Mm-hmm. The misses seem to be like on the things that they make themselves that they don't have a direction on. Um, so I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess. Okay. All right. That's good. That's good. What about you, Joey? 
I don't. Oh, this is what are they doing over there at Amazon? It seems like they're just like any like fantasy. No, this is this is this one is Netflix. No, this is Netflix. Yeah, Sorry. Amazon okay, has I take that uh, back. the other one. I take that back. <laughs> well, it does. It's still the same thing. Like in all these streaming services, because Game of Thrones was a big hit. Yep. Are just like uh, it's a fantasy story and it has even some name recognition. Here's a zillion dollars. Yep. <laughs> when do I get my? Uh, no, actually, we already had Shannara Chronicles and it was terrible. So never mind. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I really liked the first movie as much as I can like a movie with little British kids in it. Yeah, um, it was uh, like the first movie was pretty good. It seemed like the first movie they actually put the effort in. The problem is that with Narnia is the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe is like the one everybody knows. Right. So it's a lot harder to kind of keep it going after that. Like nobody cares about the voyage of the Dawn Treader <laughs> or the fucking what was it, a boy and his horse or some shit like that. <laughs> I don't know. I read all those books when I was a kid. I just I don't remember shit about them. They were like I by the time I was old enough to like sit down and read them. I was already reading like D&D books and like yeah. <laughs> stuff. So I was already reading stuff so far ahead of that that it's like baby's first fantasy novel. So I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I read like the first two books like way back mm-hmm. in the day. I remember them being in my library. but Right. My sister had them in a big like cardboard thing. Yeah. And they were all there in, in like you could slot them in and it was just. I don't know. I, I know I read them all. I just don't remember shit about them. It's just like Wrinkle in Time when that movie came out. I, I know I read that book. I think I read it multiple times and I couldn't. You could put a gun to my head and I couldn't tell you goddamn thing about them. <laughs> I just remember uh, Oprah Winfrey came out and then I don't remember what happened after that. Reese Witherspoon showed up and uh, Chris Pine was locked in a room somewhere. Yeah, I like That's that right. And Mindy Kellogg. Yeah, that's why you can't be Captain Kirk in the next Star Trek movie. They, <laughs> they <laughs> he's locked, locked away. It's locked in a room. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So then, um, and then like the last thing, just wanted you guys' thoughts on this. And something that I don't know if I've ever heard of this before, but Netflix actually canceled the show instead of bringing one on. Um, usually they'll bring a show on, they'll create a season, maybe a second season. And, you know, it just kind of fade into oblivion. You know, I mean, they won't bring back a season three. But Netflix, for some reason, announced definitively uh, there is not going to be a season three of Iron Fist. They're like, oh, season one sucked. Season two is better. We're just not even going to bother with season three. Uh, so I'm not sure what this means for the characters that they established on a show. I'm, I'm not sure if, if they're going to keep even keep Danny Rand around. Um, but um, this was kind of a, a weird move uh, from my at least from my view. From Netflix. What did you guys think of Iron Fist season three being chopped already right after season two came out? Um, Aubrey. I'm not surprised. That show sucked. <laughs> that, I couldn't even get through it. It just it blew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aubrey, did you watch uh, Jessica Jones season two? Yeah. Okay. Now, how would you feel if they like announced that they were just canceling that one? I'd be sad. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's it's weird. Iron Fist was the first. That was the last one to hit the deck, and the first one canceled. It's yeah, so but strange. Iron Fist each season has sucked ass. Like Jessica Jones, season one was fantastic. Season two was meh, mm-hmm. but it was still, it was okay. It wasn't deplorable like Iron Fist, who I couldn't even <laughs> get through like two episodes. All right, I can I can kind of see that. All right, Joey, what about you, man? Well, how do you feel about them canceling Iron Fist like 
right from the jump. That's uh, it's got to be some scary. They see the number like Netflix doesn't give the numbers out, but right. they see the numbers of how many people are watching this stuff. Yeah. So it must have been bad. I mean, bad for them to just come out and be like, we're done <laughs> with Iron Fist. <laughs> and it just it fell so short, you know, and he's just not. I don't know. He's just a weird actor. There's something about him that I don't like in the way that he portrays his character and everything. It just I, it doesn't sell it for me. It's uh, it's disappointing because the second season is supposed to be a lot better. And I didn't I, like I said, I watched half of one episode and I couldn't fucking do it. Yeah. But I read the spoilers online and it sounds like they were finally going to get around to incorporating things from the Immortal Iron Fist comic book series, which came out a few years ago, which is phenomenal. And I don't know why they didn't adapt that right off the jump because – that shit was amazing and much better than whatever the fuck they were doing <laughs> in season one. Um, but I don't know what's going on with Marvel Netflix right now because there's, you know, in terms of the streaming service with Disney, Netflix has those four characters yep, and the kind of like peripheral characters that go with them. And that's it. They can't use anything. So there's never going to be a Moon Knight. You know, series. We're not going to get a Blade series. None of that stuff is going to happen. They've got the characters that they have and that's it and they can keep renewing them as long as they want but once they let them go they go right back to marvel so Mm -hmm. you know disney wants all that stuff on their own streaming service so we'll see i don't i don't know if this is part of that but it's also like i said i think that was last week did i say that uh, a couple weeks ago you know for me marvel netflix is almost in a dceu kind of kind of holding pattern like Iron Fist season one was terrible. Yeah. Uh, Defenders was unwatchable. It was not that bad. I, I couldn't make it through three episodes, dude. It was so boring. <laughs> I, it was all about, it was all about Iron Fist. Yeah. You know, I Luke Cage season two is okay, but it's not as good as the first one. Uh, Jessica Jones season two was okay, but not as good as the first one. And then Iron Fist season two, I couldn't even watch, you know? So outside of Punisher since, that's the only good one Yeah, <laughs> in, in like a year and a half. So now it's almost like, all right, well, it's I'm not waiting for the show to get uploaded at 3 a.m. on a Friday anymore. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I definitely think that um, with Disney streaming service, they're definitely going to be working on making a lot more of those type of shows over at Disney. But um. Yeah, it kind of, I don't know. I think it kind of stinks. But it's like you said earlier, dude, if you don't, if you're going to do this type of show, if you're going to uh, have people try to commit to a show, you better knock it out, out of the park, like right off the bat. And I think everyone can agree that season one of Iron Fist did not pull a lot of people in. Uh, and as Aubrey was saying, Defenders was a lot of Iron Fist. And if that didn't work either, it doesn't matter if they're, if they're getting better with season two. If the numbers aren't there, man, that's, you know, it's too bad. We'll have to uh, try to console Colleen Wing at <laughs> Rhode Island Comic Con. She might need a hug. I will. I volunteer. I volunteer. <laughs> Too late. I have already volunteered. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So, that's it. That's it for the news. That's all, that's all I got. Great. So, uh, before we launch into our review and discussion of the first episode of Titans, uh, I just want to throw out there that our Patreon is going strong, long, strong, and down to get the friction on. So head on over to patreon.com backslash so is your podcast where you can 
donate a little bit of money towards the show each month and get things in return, such as interaction with us on social media and at our highest tier, which is only $3, an extra, at least one extra episode of the show every month. Um, and some months there might be two or three, depending on what's going on. So, but at least one. So this month coming up, we're going to review the list of Aubrey colon Pootie Tang. Uh, next month, we're going to be watching Mark Wahlberg and M. Night Shyamalan, Mark's favorite director. <laughs> That's not true. Are, are the happening, also known as the crappening. And we're probably going to upload a review of Bohemian Rhapsody only for our Patreons as well next month. So get on board patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast. Now it's time for us to talk about Titans. This is the first original content really uh, on the DC universe streaming service. There's a bunch of other movies and cartoons and stuff on there and some curated selections for comic books. But this is the first salvo for them to get your money out of your wallet. The Titans TV series. We all had a chance to watch it. Um, let's go give a quick impression and then we'll jump into spoilers. Markellis, what did you think? Fuck Batman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I, I thought it was okay. I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it? Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. I can see the ingredients that they're putting into it, and I, I like what I see. Okay. Uh, Aubrey, how about you? I don't know. <laughs> You're perplexed? Uh, it's just, um, you know, I always struggle with this, the kind of character that Raven is, because I feel like she's just, like, looked upon as this emo chick. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I'm i kind of in the same boat as Mark. It was better than I expected, but I certainly didn't like it like Mark liked it. So it was definitely better than expected. But I was expecting it to be an, a cinematic abortion after that trailer. And it certainly wasn't that bad, but it was not good. So that's all I can say about that. Mark is now going to play a spoiler sound drop. And then once you hear that, you just know we're going to be spoiling the poop out of the first episode of Titans for the DC Universe streaming service. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. <laughs> All right. I will go first because I just watched this this morning and it's fresh in my mind. I can't stand the fact that this is like baby's first exposure to Titans. Like we have to go through. This is Raven. She's a girl who lives at a house. She is evil inside, but not evil. And then her mom. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like anybody that is subscribed to DC Universe <laughs> fucking streaming service does not need their hand held for two to three episodes explaining to you who the fucking Titans are. I completely disagree with that. Awful. Awful. It, they could have just started the show in media res, had them already a team. And you can explain it through dialogue or whatever, even if you had to have an, one extra character come in and be the audience surrogate. Like I do. Oh, my God. Like it's killing me. Like 15 to 20 minutes of Starfire walking around. <laughs> and it's like we already know you're Starfire. Like you're Starfire. Stop it. Stop this nonsense immediately. I cannot. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. Mm -hmm. Okay, 
Sorry, go ahead, Mark. I absolutely disagree with you. Uh, what? My, okay, so I know who the Titans are, but just as like, like I know who, like I know who Green Arrow is, but I wouldn't say that I know like Oliver Queen's complete storyline. So yeah, I want to see young Oliver Queen with his parents getting on a boat, living on an island. Like I want to see that journey if it's going to be told in this format. No, this isn't me picking up a graphic novel. This is me watching a TV show. Same thing for Titans. My experience of really knowing Titans was seeing the Teen Titans go to the movies uh, this year. And I'm and as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, oh, I like Starfire. She's fun. She's a cool character. So watching this show, yeah, I need my handheld to know exactly who Raven is so I can get on this journey with her. And even Dick Grayson. I kind of feel like, you know, they did kind of, they didn't, give you like dick grayson from the very beginning in a way they kind of give you his backstory through raven uh, through her like uh dream sequences or whatever but i thought they set that up really well i don't know how he disappeared from being robin for a year and became a cop that part i don't quite understand or became a detective uh, or why he's in detroit but i do need my hand held through the introduction of these characters for now and I, right. I agree with you about Starfire, but then like her story is a mystery. So you got to peel back the onion. You can't just <sighs> hear Starfire blowing up shit automatically. Ari, you're the deciding vote. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just really bored of it. Like, I, I feel like uh, it's tough for me to watch like them tell Raven's origin story and me not be like, gay. So... <laughs> It was tough for me to watch uh, Cheryl and Finn as her mom because she's looking rough. You know, and, and Starfire's <laughs> wig bothers me. It's like the little things that I can't let go while I'm watching it. Like every time you see an angsty teen and everything. So it's like Raven's dealing with all these psychological things. But all you can really feel like is, oh, my God, here's another angsty 13 year old. <laughs> And and Starfire's wig is just stupid. <laughs> I hate it. So I can't get past those. I just watch it. I'm like, oh, God, this is uh, so stupid. This would have been so much better if they fixed those small little details that are bothering the crap out of me. Robin's costume looks nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like the scene that they showed of him beating up all of the bad guys. Uh, he's definitely a lot more punisher than he is daredevil you know what i mean like he's his 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 attacking of bad guys is definitely going to the extreme when he grabbed the dude's face and he smashed the car window grabbed the guy he's outside the car he smashes the car window grabs the guy by the head and runs his face across the broken glass on the bottom of the the window of the car window like that's pretty badass. So you can kind of yeah, see Yeah, but that's not Robin. That, that's that's my other and that's my other thing. You can kind of see how Robin is at the he's dealing at a 12 right now. You know what I mean? And hopefully throughout the course of the show, he's going to dial that back to like a 8 or a 9. But right now, he's hurt. He's, you know, he's 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 on some whole other thing. And I think him kind of becoming the Bruce Wayne to Raven's character like him becoming an older mentor to her is going to kind of bring him back to where we all think he should be, I think. Oh, I was f- furious <laughs> watching that. And it's like, this is not right. And I don't care. I don't care if it's a different universe or whatever. It's just not right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Well, you know, you, you are bringing your own 
you know, your history and experience with these characters to it. Um, I thought I'm going to, I was trying to look at it completely like I'd never seen any of these characters before. And for the most part, other than the Teen Titans Go movie, I haven't really haven't. <laughs> I wish they were more like the Teen Titans Go movie. All right. So what did you think of uh, the Beast Boy appearance? Oh, God, it was awful. <laughs> Uh, the special effects wise, I thought it looked cool. I'm like, man, that actually doesn't look as bad as I thought it was going to look. Well, the problem is that that's just not how his powers work. He's not, he's not naked. Yeah. <laughs> All the, So like, I understand what they're going for. Like in the scene, you know, like this tiger tears up the video store and then runs off into the woods and turns into actually ran off of the video game and turns into him and he's like, whoa, video games are cool. You know, I understand that. But like the whole special effects of it, like when they're in battle, like he's like, I turn into an elephant and like, boom, he's an elephant. Like right. he doesn't have to fall to the ground and go and, and then turn into an elephant. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how that works or makes him like useful at all. Once they become Teen Titans, like I guess it works as like angsty DC universe streaming service, like television show. But once we're actually past these like initial episodes, I'm not sure how it works or he has to be naked when he's a tiger. I think that that's like my major issue with this entire thing is it just feels so angsty and that just annoys the crap out of me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is very dark and angry. But, you know, it's, that's kind of how Arrow is, in a way, which is Maybe why... Maybe that's why I haven't gotten that far in Arrow. <laughs> and, and that's why Arrow exists where it does, and that's why The Flash and Supergirl and Legends ex exist where they do. There's different flavors. I was just wondering how, if you're a tiger and you break into a video game place, where are you going to put the video game? I mean, other than <laughs> in your mouth. Like, you don't have any pockets. No, we don't know where that video game was. <laughs> like, if I'm going to... If I could turn into a... a uh, animal and go in and steal something. I'm a kangaroo. At least I got a pouch. or a monkey, something, something you can carry. Yeah, you something out. Swung in as a little monkey and picked it up and, and swung, swung right out. Yep. And who, does, does a lot of people buy like like disc for video games? Doesn't everyone just download stuff now? No, people still <laughs> buy the discs. I mean, they're they're pretty big downloads. So. Right, I'm an old man. I don't play video games. I don't know. That's why. That's why I defer to you, Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> What did you guys? Th All right, so we already know Aubrey hated Starfire. Mark, what did you think of Starfire? Um, some of it, and I appreciate what they're trying to do. I was getting a very like born identity vibe from it. Like she wakes up in a foreign country, she doesn't have her memory. People are trying to kill her, uh, and she's trying to figure out exactly who she is by asking people who recognize her questions. Like you know, the lady's like, should I? When she uh, finds her way back to like a hotel that she found the address in her pocket or something. And a lady at the counter recognizes her. And she's like, oh, do you want me to send something up for you? And it's like, I'll send up the usual. You know, her using other people's information about her to try to figure out who she is. Uh, I thought that was, it was kind of cool. But I don't think they, I don't think it worked as well as they, they tried to make it out to be. Um, but I am interested to see what her story is. Because apparently she's looking for someone. I'm assuming it's Raven. Yeah, and, she's looking for Raven. That's that's who the who is in the picture at the end. And that's uh, so her whatever her story is regarding all of these bad guys that are chasing her. 
uh, is going to tie into Dick Grayson and Raven. So I think that's I think that's cool. It's a cool setup. I did not like her outfit, though. I'm not going to lie. That outfit was fucking awful. Well, I kept hoping she was going to change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't mean she had to put on like a purple mini skirt, like Teen Titans Go cartoon, but like anything, a pair of jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Once we got past the point where like she knows, all right, people are trying to kill me and I have to fight people like get out of the skirt and high heels. Right. Exactly. Oh, boy. Uh, I hated everything that had to do with Starfire <laughs> in this. I, I It's like they're trying to make the show super grounded and gritty while also having uh, demonically possessed little girls and aliens that shoot fire. Right. And you can't have it both ways. <laughs> you just can't. You cannot. It doesn't fucking work. So instead of having Starfire like have anything interesting going on, she has to be in a car crash and have amnesia so that <laughs> she can walk around and not be Starfire for as long as possible. Mm, it's kind of like unbelievable. When, uh, it's kind of like when the uh, when the Inhumans had Medusa, but would have to shave her head off. Yeah, sh- shave off <laughs> her hair. So like- episode one, they shaved her head because <laughs> they couldn't afford to <laughs> have her superpowers. Uh, I did like the way Starfire just walked into the nightclub and burned the entire office. Like the bad guys were like, this, she she doesn't have any memory, but she knows that the guy pointing a gun at her is going to shoot her and that she's going to be able to defend herself. So she oh. must she must remember something. But she burns like the guy goes to shoot her. Her powers sort of activate themselves and she burns the guy and all the other guys in the office. Sets the entire room on fire. No smoke alarms. No, <laughs> no fire alarms. No sprinklers. And then she just walks out. <laughs> There's a lot of OSHA violations going on in this room. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, you're right. They can't have it both ways. They they can't be that fantastical and then try to um, elicit that much uh, reality into it. So I agree with you there. Aubrey. Do you would now? Do you prefer a grounded, gritty Starfire, or would you want her flying around being an alien? I would. I want her flying around being an alien. Yeah. I I think that's who Starfire really is. So I'd rather she was going. I don't like her gritty. That's not who Starfire is. She's this bubbly alien. Right. Well, hopefully we'll get to that point. I don't know. This was the first episode, and you know, from what I can tell, a lot of the people. Uh, that that were watching it uh, said the second episode gets a lot better. The uh, the early reviews of it said the second episode gets a lot better. Um, based on the first one, I'm not 100 percent sold on it. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, that was going to be my last question for you guys. Are will you watch more of this, Aubrey? Maybe just to see if it gets better after the introduction of characters. Like the first episode of every show normally really sucks. Um, so maybe. Mark. Yeah, I definitely want to watch more of it. I think I'll probably wait until all 10 episodes are available and then just watch it that way. Um, uh, it's I got to wait to see some reviews. I can't I, physically and mentally. I just can't handle nine episodes of the season being like, oh, and like trying to learn like who the Titans are. And then finally, in the last episode, they're a team like I can't. I cannot do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll see. I might be able to uh, watch it. I'll probably watch it anyway, but 
you know, it's not high up on the priority list after this episode wasn't really feeling it. Uh, what do you give it out of five? Aubrey. Yeah, maybe a 2.5. All right. You're, you're an easy grader. Mark yeah. Ellis. Uh, I gave it a 3.5 out of five. Wow. Okay. I gave it a two. just was not feeling it now the final question does this make you want to subscribe for eight dollars a month to the dc universe streaming service mark um kind of it kind of does like i can see you can you look at the screen and you see where the money went you know what i mean for the show like there's definitely some money behind it and the script was written by jeff johns and um the other guy berlanti so you know there's talent behind it it's just if it gets better, then yeah, they got my money. Okay, Aubrey? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I will also be a no. <laughs> that one. So that's it. That's Titans for DC Universe Streaming Service. Uh, let us know what you thought. You can always email us, so was your podcast at yahoo.com or slide into our DMs on Twitter. And hey, if you were a Patreon, you could post about it in the secret Facebook group. But, you know, that's up to you. Uh, let's wrap it up. Recommendations. Aubrey. Um, I got nothing, you know. <laughs> don't work in retail. <laughs> yeah, don't ever work in retail. Awesome. How about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, yeah, I wanted to recommend a documentary that I watched on uh, Hulu a couple weeks ago. It's called The Perfect Bid. It's about a, a guy who when he was a kid, watched episodes of The Price is Right and started to pick out how they would have like, you know, one item like a refrigerator and he would know off the bat, oh, that refrigerator is 799 bucks. And they would do it every episode or, you know, like a bunch of different episodes. And he watched enough episodes to know what the bidding prices were going to be for a lot of the items. And I wound up going to The Price is Right, sitting in the audience, just like yelling out what the things were. And he was usually right on the money. And, uh, this documentary is about his experience and about how one person got to the showcase, bid the perfect bid, got it right down to the to the dollar. Uh, and it's amazing. It's an amazing documentary. I'm not like a huge Price is Right fan, but the documentary is amazing. It's on Hulu. It's awesome. It's called The Perfect Bid. Cool. Well, I'll probably check that out. Uh I will suggest that everyone go to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews and streaming picks from Adam and Markellis and so much more. So wizardpodcast.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about any podcatching app under the sun. Uh, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash sowizardpodcast, where you can pledge some money towards the show and get extra content and extra episodes each month. Uh, I will recommend that you jump. I'm going to recommend it again, even though I have a few weeks ago. Jump on Hulu and watch Attack on Titan. I know it's anime. Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? Uh, I know, I know, I know. But it's freaking awesome. (laughs) And it just keeps getting better and better as the uh, third season goes on. So, Man, they're they're only half an hour episodes. There's not that many episodes. You can watch this and catch up, I promise. And it's so good. (laughs) The only caveat is when it very first starts, you got to give it like two or three episodes because they go to school at the beginning and like learn how to use their uh, 
equipment and then once they get out of school and they start f- attacking titans <laughs> for lack of a better term it's fucking phenomenal so i just can't recommend it enough check out attack on titan and go see halloween in the movie theater because next week we are going to be talking all about the return of michael myers and jamie lee curtis in halloween which is the name of the first movie so that would be like if star wars the new hope sequel was called star wars a new hope kind of weird it's like uh fast and furious or the uh, fast and the <laughs> this one should... this isn't the holla the ween that's what they should have did it was like the predator the halloween <laughs> the halloween <laughs> halloweens <laughs> uh, buster rhymes isn't in this one though <laughs> oh that's too bad no that would be halloweens <laughs> This is a discussion for next week. We will be reviewing the new Halloween movie where they're going to try to salvage this franchise from whatever the hell it's become at this point. Um, But that's next week. This week has been episode number 219 of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I'm cold. (laughs) Aww. Aww. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Welcome back, Ryan Coogler. Wakanda forever. We'll see you next week. Good journey. You know what?